0: Welcome to the Million Dollar Multi-Op Podcast. Here, you're going to find education, entertainment, and a little inspiration on how to get to the next level. Are you a DJ company owner that's looking for the secret sauce? Congrats, you found it.
1: What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Million Dollar Multi-Op Podcast. I'm your host, David Osborne with BlueprintLearn.com. And check this out. You just heard his voice in the intro, those sultry, dulcet, Arkansas flavored tones we've got an amazing guest a real treat on the podcast today my good friend John Simmons come on John welcome to the podcast
0: oh the sound effects I forgot that they were there I love it I love it thank you for
1: having me we, we got those live sound effects happening right I now in it. the studio I, we'll, what we don't tell people is there's actually a studio audience of 35 people uh, we're so close to the Augusta National we just take the people from the golf tournament and they come in <laughs> All this stuff. I'm just right here in my office, at my house. Um, well, so many people know you from the online world. That's how I first first met John virtually. I guess was the DJ Woo Pig videos on YouTube. I remember checking some stuff out years ago, learning a few things here and there. Uh, n- now I know him as a as a real friend, friend, in the friend. real life. Friend. The in-person friend. And I i want you to know two things about John that if you don't know him already, you need to know. Number one, John owns a killer multi-op and AV production company in Arkansas called Crown Entertainment. And John is a proud father of two gorgeous children.
0: I'm proud of my family. If the, If I can't do anything right, I can make beautiful kids. But the world will never see a third. So we got to... <laughs>
1: i'm done at four you're done at two hey you gotta do what you gotta do um listen i think the most impressive thing about john is the ability to make his own luck right because all of us out there are trying to level up trying to get to the next spot in life and john is john makes it happen john is a doer he's a hustler he he has turned hustle into an art form. So John, I want you to talk about your approach to opportunity, to anything that comes your way, how and when do you say yes and and what's your approach?
0: All right. Well, that's a that's an interesting question. Um how do I say yes? I typically say yes to just about anything. Um and that's that may be that that may be a blessing and a curse at the same time. Uh whenever and it actually works out because you talked about my kids. Uh whenever Roman came along three and a half years ago, uh the months leading up to to him arriving into the world, uh there was a fire uh inside of me that I I've gotta figure out a way uh to provide for this child. You know, growing up uh, in a fatherless home, single parent, uh, especially now seeing it now that I'm older and have my own kids, seeing the struggle that my mom had. Um, I knew I, it was never going to be, it was never going to be like that for me. Um, my mom did the best that she could. Uh, and she taught me ultimately how to hustle, how to work hard. And if you work hard, good things will typically come. And that's just kind of how I've treated everything. It, and that I think the people that, that watch me online and, and YouTube and all that stuff, they probably saw a change, uh, in my business plan and, uh, in my hustle mentality probably about three years ago. Uh, because I I was literally so scared. Uh, I'm a two-time college dropout. I don't have a backup plan. This has to work. Um, but the only way that this works is if you do. And I just kind of took it to heart. Again, sometimes to, to my own demise, especially now that uh, Roman knows if if I say I'll see you later, it typically means I'll see you in a couple days because uh, the, the time frame is kind of catching up to me. Um, so now, it, you know that he's three, and 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 uh, my business is is changing even more a, as we speak. Now I'm trying to figure out how I can uh, not only hustle myself, but also inspire my team uh, to hustle harder too. Because ultimately, what I'm trying to do is uh, cr- I want to create a community of people that love the crown logo and mantra just as much as I do. And being an an entrepreneur uh, or business owner or whatever you do, once you build a team, uh, it's now your job to inspire your team that this is going to work. Um, And again, if your team doesn't see you working, they're probably not going to work either.
1: Yes, sir. I'm going to say that again. This only works if you do. I'm going to write that that tattooed on my arm.
0: Uh, I know you've had, you've had some of my, you know, we're all friends, the the people that you've had on, um, there, I think they would all, they would all agree with me and say, there's no shortcut. There's no roadmap. Uh, there's no easy way to make this thing work. You just, you have to work and creating your own look is, is kind of a, a, a part of it. Um, you create what you work on, um, just like a, a, a a pizza maker, dude working down at Papa John's, he's making that pizza. And so is the rest of the team. Um, but if you want to make 12 pizzas or 20 pizzas or whatever it may be, um, you've now got to got to take your hustle and, and work ethic and, and instill it in these people that you call your teammates. Um, and if they don't have it, I got nothing for you. Every day I'm hustling. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, it is I love it I love it <laughs> I love it so much uh, there's <laughs> there's a a really popular influencer right now in the business community, Alex mozi, and one of the things that I saw him say recently was like one of his little reels or something like that, or YouTube shorts or well, I can't remember where I saw it and he was he was blasting all these influencers for putting out their their mor- their morning routines you know you get up and you meditate and you you eat you drink some kombucha and you Whatever, like whatever, whatever the routine was, and he goes, "Listen, all these people with these weird morning routines—that's not what made them successful. What really happened is they outworked everybody else, got successful, then they developed a weird morning routine."
0: And I'm in the I'm in the same I'm in the same boat. I was yeah. actually talking to a, a friend of mine yesterday. Uh, I was reconciling my QuickBooks, and I just, you know, I spend a lot of money on Starbucks coffee. It's it's kind of absurd, uh, but my justification in that is the past 10 years I've been working every day so I could have that Starbucks cup of coffee.
1: Yes sir. Yes sir. Is it, is it you have the same order don't you every day?
0: same order. Same Ooh. order. Uh caramel latte uh
1: cinnamon cold foam every day. Ooh, you got it on camera? Hold on. You gotta <laughs> hold it up. This is a prize for everyone who's watching. It, you know, on YouTube. I don't know if, it, if it'll zoom in on
0: my. Uh, there we go. Do you ever there change we... your
1: name, or do they know you? You're regular.
0: I know, and that's the thing. Uh, I tell people all the time. This is way off of the beaten path, uh, but I think a part of the the reason um, that I've been successful is because I don't ever go through the drafthir. Whether it's the the bank or Starbucks or uh, I don't do Walmart grocery pickup. I go inside. Uh, we are in a business of connecting people. And if you want to get to the ne- that next step, you've got to, I mean, networking, even at Starbucks, I'll go in and they know me by name and I see the regulars. And if I see somebody new or somebody interesting, I strike up conversation because I am, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a phrase always be selling. I forget what movie it's in. Uh, mine is always be networking. Um, you never know where mm. that next paycheck is going to come from. And I don't
1: mind taking money from, from anybody. <laughs> Me neither. Our AI is on fire today. It's not AI. I always say it's, it's not AI. It's I-A-N. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. <laughs> we got we to lock down. Always be networking. Uh, let me ask you this. You know, take a little bit of a left turn. Uh, with networking, do you have a strategy? And it's okay if you don't. I'm putting you on the spot here. Do you have a strategy for finding a common connection with someone new, Quickly,
0: you know now. Uh, now that I have children, uh, I think most people in in our age bracket, David, uh, and that's that's twenty five to forty five. I would say uh, those who have experienced a little bit of life, uh, but you know, still probably have some lear- some learning to do. I always lead with my kids. Uh, they're easy to talk about. At, that's the first thing. Whenever we popped onto this call, uh, we talked about our kids. Um, And then from there, the conversation, you know, I I hate to have those elevator pitches of, you know, what do you do for a living? Well, I do a lot of different things, Um, but I I lead with trying to be a good dad, a good husband and a good boss.
1: Yes, I like that. So lead with your kids, find that common connection. And uh, somewhere somewhere I learned recently, you can pop this on here as a a little little instructional nugget, maybe, is something called, uh, I call it the interesting intro. And I feel like if you can just say who you are and that includes your company, you know, and then, uh, what you do and what result you get, that's enough.
0: I tell my team, you've got to have a 32nd elevator pitch that you're passionate about, uh, that you understand. And it's kind of like, it's like having, um, whenever you go to your social media bio and, you know, mine says dad, father, husband, entrepreneur, um, You've got to have those kind of bullet points in your head that you can throw at somebody in thirty seconds, but also leave it kind of open ended, so then they ask those questions.
1: Yes, yes, I like to, I like to, I like people to to kind of know. You know, is this does this person is this person match me? Like, where They're, where where do we lay? What's the lay of the land? Let's let's see the topography as fast as possible. Yeah. When I talk about our DJ company, I always say, "Hey, I'm David with Sound Insight. We help really fun couples have rager receptions." And they go, <laughs> "And I go, wait a minute, a rager, gross! I don't want that." I'm like, "Good, we don't. <laughs> want I don't want to talk to you either." <laughs> uh, they're well, like, "Well, I'm not a couple, you know. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a local business owner. Do you? Can, can you throw us a party? Like, it'll generally generate questions, mm-hmm. you know. And that's kind of what we want to go for, which is nice. So, when speaking of your team." and trying to instill the hustle in your team and trying to instill the brand consistency and the idea of a a pitch to be able to talk to other people. How have you... How So, okay, something that I know about you is that in the past recent memory, I don't know, a year, two years, I've watched your business grow. I call it parabolic growth. I've watched you just become very successful. Diabolical.
0: (laughs) It's
1: am going to put some adjectives yeah. with this. Diabolical parabolic growth. Let's go.
0: It's um, I, to, to, uh, to be completely honest with you. Um, I don't know how it happened. That's just, that's my honest reality. I have a little, little idea of how we got here. Um, I think that was me. Uh, my If you've heard me talk, you know, I always say, say yes and figure it out. I've been mm-hmm. doing a lot of that for the past three years. Uh, the one thing that I did whenever Roman came, you know, we were kind of in the AV realm, doing some rock shows and subbing in for people. But when Roman came, um, I knew that this was this is. I I love the art of DJing. Um, weddings just aren't my thing so much anymore. Uh, but it's it was one of those things where it was kind of holding the business down, so you can't get rid of it. Uh, so now it's how do I build a team to so they can go do this um, and I can kind of do what I want to do. The last thing I think as entrepreneurs, uh, we don't want to live in a lie. Everybody says, you know, if you, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's kind of how I felt about DJing. Uh, it it became, it became work uh, and I didn't enjoy it. So What can I do? I can help. um, I can help some young people and young talent in my area find something that they like to do. Hopefully they pick up the skill and craft as much as I do. And then once I was able to build a team there, I could focus all of my attention uh, into trying to make this AV company work. Uh, and, and when we say AV, there's a lot of different ways you could have an AV company, whether it be corporate stuff. Uh, we do a lot of rock and roll shows. Uh, I'm a musician at heart, and the same, the same kind of jitters that most people get right before they introduce the the, the couple. Uh, I get those same jitters when the lights go off and the stage goes blue, and you see the band walk up, and you just feel. I mean, that kick drum. Boom, right to the chest, lights come up. It's like, it's almost euphoric. Um, And I wanted to figure out a way to make it work. And a lot of it was taking, um, you know, jobs that we had no business doing, uh, to be completely honest with you. Um, and trying to figure out a way to make it work, creating the client, uh, uh, creating the relationship with the client. The client doesn't know that we don't own any of that shit that's on stage. We rented every bit of it. I'm not going to make a dime. Um, if I can, if I can capture that client and figure out a way to get to next year, then then I can make it work. Uh, And that's really kind of a lot of what I did. Took a lot of jobs with gear I didn't own, um, you know, making a a three or 4% profit margin on a a week long show. Uh, But this time next year, now, you know, that one show turned into two shows, two turned into three. And now um, we do some cool stuff. Um,
1: I'm sure that profit margin has changed too.
0: Profit margin, man. I try. I try not to uh, not to take a job or anything less than forty percent profit margin. That's uh, doesn't always work out like that. On the DJ side, we do a little bit better. On the production side, it's just those numbers. Uh, they get big, and all the stuff gets tacked on, so it's tough. Um, but yeah, I I think. I've always kind of had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. I think most business owners do. The first time somebody tells you that you, that you can't do it or your dreams sound crazy, man, I'm gonna prove you wrong. I've got big dreams. Like Coachella is at the top. Yes. Um, why not me? I think I think too many people have a have a mentality that this little poison box as, as David calls it, uh, everybody on social media, you know, is, is either an expert or trying to tell you what you can and can't do. Uh, ultimately you've got to put those blinders on and just be willing to outwork everyone that says you're not going to make it
1: bro. Always inspiring. I was wondering where you're going to get the level up. up. You got to get the level up. Um, <laughs> so I want to make a couple connections here of what you just said. So because I've got I've had some some similarities, we don't have a rock and roll AV side to our company or anything. But, uh, you know, I was a performing trumpet player. And that was my life. That was my passion. I would hang my hat on it. I would write that as my bio. Who is David? David's a professional trumpet player. And even when I was a teacher, David's still a professional musician like that was my identity. And so when I decided to give that up, I was a professional DJ at the time. And I had to like really wrestle with the idea of going from leaving this thing that was my identity to stepping into this new thing that was a new identity. But what I what took some you know, reflective work to understand was the thing that I loved about both things was the same thing. Mm-hmm. It just was presented to the world differently. There was something that I could work on, something that the harder I worked, the better it got. The more I practiced, the better I got. Mm-hmm. The more I put into it, the more I got out of it. I loved that part of things. I love the performance aspect. I love the people aspect. I love, you know, I love the the problem solving of how to get better. So it was just moving from one thing to the next.
0: Well, I I was going to say the the problem solving. I think uh, I finally reached that level of business to where I I don't necessarily have to be out in the field all the time. Uh, And now I'm just trying to put out these mini fires inside of my head. Uh, Sometimes. Um, I don't give myself enough credit. I don't feel like you probably don't give yourself enough credit either. Uh, you know, we'll have team members calling us and, you know, I'm rattling off information and how we can fix it and what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it. And this solves the problem. And, uh, my, my admin, she told me the other day, she's like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you keep up with it. And, uh, I just say, I I love putting out fires. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think that's, Every business, once you get to that point where you're just putting out fires, uh, I think a lot of us, as true entrepreneurs, uh, really thrive in that. It's it's not the thing; it's it's the how we're going to get to the thing.
1: Yeah, and I think for you, John, it's got to be. There's got to be some sort of common flame here that DJing, producing shows, being a CEO and growing a company, whatever, being a dad. It's it's all about. Helping people solve their problems. Because I think that's something that links the two of us and something that we both have in common. But helping people solve their problems, but also helping other people feel like someone cares about them. Mm -hmm. And when you go in, instead of using the drive-thru, you want those people to know you care about them. And that is why your business grew diabolically, right? It's, it's not because you set out on paper and you're like, well, next year we're going to increase by 25%. You're like, I'm just going to be a great person. I'm going to always say yes. I'm going to hustle my face off and it's just going to happen.
0: If you hustle, you're going to get real lucky. Uh, the harder I've, Somebody has said this before, but the harder you hustle, the luckier you, you get.
1: It's absolutely true. Uh, there's a few professionals that you know and I know and I, I won't name drop them. I'm just going to say that they are, I would call them heavy hitters in the event entertainment industry and the friends of ours that have said to me directly, Well, now I'm just the expert in this thing, you know? And I'm like, What well, you just like, just call yourself the expert of that thing? They're like, mm-hmm, Now I just have to live up to it. And I'm like, You know, why not you? So uh, we live in a country where we say anyone could be anything. And why not you? So it's a matter of, for a lot of people, it's just a matter of saying, I am going to now be this thing and then doing all of the work necessary to become that thing and prioritize it and put it on your calendar and, and and move the needle. And wow. you, you have this vision. It's all rooted in like, I'm going to provide for my kids and I'm going to, I'm going I'm to move this mountain. Ready? Go. And, and,
0: uh, and I know. Um. Everybody wants to hear numbers because without growth is cool, but like without a number to tie it to, it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I can actually pull this up on my phone because me and my CPA are talking about it next week. Uh, the diabolical growth that we have had, uh, all through recession in 2020, 2019, we did, uh, 194,000 twenty twenty we did three hundred
1: and fifty eight thousand through a pandemic let's go uh twenty
0: twenty one we did nine hundred and fifty four thousand and uh and last year we did a million seventy eight uh so it's the growth is <laughs> and that's and that's not <laughs> it's not to brag it's 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 really not to brag i think those who who know me and know my heart uh, know that I'm I'm not bragging. And those numbers, uh, they only mean a, a very minuscule thing because at the end of the day, I got 10 employees and a bunch of overhead. So the numbers are the numbers. Um, but that, that's all just to say that you can do the same thing if you just, if you find that path, uh, find a mentor, uh, find a coach um, and find your tribe of people that will push you to get there. It's, I'm not gonna say it's not, I'm not gonna say it's not hard but it's probably easier than you think.
1: It is definitely hard and it is definitely worth it. So much of the, so much of the improvement that you can find in business and is is completely parallel to the improvement that you make as a human. So a lot of the times, the things that are holding you back in business are things that are holding you back in your personal life or your mindset or your limiting beliefs or whatever it might be, or your willingness to work or your work ethic and, if you you have to, I, I mentioned this, I think, on another podcast with Justin. Well, when you're, let's say you're an aspiring singer, if you want to have a better tone to your voice, you have to listen to other singers and emulate other things. So if you if you're stuck, like John said, you have to find a mentor or a coach who's done it, who's been there, who can show you, oh, oh, I just did it like this, and you're like, whoa, it's like when yeah. the first person ran the, like a four minute mile. Before that it was impossible. And as soon as people are like, no, you can do it all of a sudden people do it all the time. So it's, it's seeing that it's possible helps so many people.
0: Um, I I would say, uh, you know, we're both affiliated with some, some pretty um, powerful circles in the entertainment, um, you know, private sector. Uh, Just, just being able, even before we were a part of uh, of tank or whatever it is, um, I still believe those those connections that you can make within your own market can pay huge dividends. Uh, just like you and Torin, you and Torin are basically in the same—I wouldn't say the, the same market—but you're close, close enough. Um, you're close enough to to where it it there could be some uh, some uncomfortable conversations. Uh, but I think what both of you guys have done is you've taken what makes you both strong. Uh, And kind of batted that off of each other, and I think ultimately it's probably made your both of your companies stronger.
1: Hundred percent. Am I reaching? No. Short out. uh, Short out. Shout out to Torin.
0: Great dude. Uh,
1: He's a he's a great dude. We we're working on some on some stuff behind the scenes as well. By by the way, interesting. Um, Don't want to drop any info. Speaking of dropping some info, uh, I want to go ahead and tell some folks where where uh, where to be excited to see you coming yeah. up in the string i i can i can talk about it right
0: yeah you can you can talk about it i'm All excited right. to talk about it
1: okay well this april it's the end of april i think right it's like the very end of april now midwest djs live this year's mc master of ceremonies is none other than your boy john simmons
0: i'm excited I'm excited. Uh I got I got a chance to MC like really MC my first conference this summer. Um and I walked away from that uh, again it's a group of it's a group of my peers. Uh they're always going to do their best to make you feel good. But I asked asked some people, "Look, what do you what do you honestly think?" Um and a good a good friend of mine, Jeff Craig up in New York, yeah. uh he's got accounts with Google and IBM and he's like, "No, man, I You've never done this before, and I was like, "No, I've I've never no never done this before." Um, just to hear people say that um, that you're good at a thing, I think sometimes uh, we don't hear that enough. Uh, company owners, tell your team they're good, pump them up. I mean, uh, just having people pour into me, uh, at a time where I probably really needed it, it, uh, man, it meant a lot. And then a couple months later, I get a, get an email that says, Hey, I heard, uh, heard you did a great job, uh, at a conference this summer. And I'd love to have you come and yeah. MC my thing. What a, ah, I'm not going to cry, <laughs> but it just makes you feel good, man. I'm excited. I'm
1: excited. You, you are a great MC and Hey, I'd like to I'd like to put in a little bit of responsibility because I remember there was an education committee meeting that you happened to miss that day that we were choosing the MC for that conference. And I happened to be like, well, I'm nominating John and John's not here to say no.
0: And I will (laughs) um, I will say uh, those who are closest to you. If they're not pushing you to be a better version of yourself, if they're not challenging you, um, if they're not inspiring you to grow beyond business, um, you probably don't need those people in your circle. So, David, I say thank you uh, for making me a little uncomfortable, get me out of my comfort zone, uh, because now I want to keep doing this. Maybe this is a new avenue. Maybe it's uh, DJ slash show producer slash MC. Who
1: knows? I like I What? why not you? And that's a perfect way to end. Why not you? Everyone listening out there wants you to think, why not you? You're listening to this podcast for inspiration, education, entertainment. Why not you? I think that's amazing. Everything that you heard today was just straight gold from my friend, John. Uh, real quick, blueprintlearn.com resources. As you're listening, if you find anything that you you're listening to that you want to learn some more about, we've got free resources on the free resources on the website, John, let's end this thing with you. Oh, you got a You got a little, I saw your hand up. Oh
0: yeah. I was, I was raising my hand. Um, and David's not paying me to say it. He, he did. He told me not to bring up the blueprint. Um, in back to building a business, I'll add this one little caveat. Uh, if you think you can do it by yourself, you are, sadly mistaken, and you will uh, painfully fail. Uh, the Blueprint has opened up uh, so many hours of my time not having to to train these team members that I have that I, you know, uh, we hire them and then they go to the Blueprint and they're out on the job and I'm not out there anymore. Uh, it helps me kind of keep my, my fingerprint, my, my pulse on my own business. I can't say enough good things about Blueprint. Um, just a little david it it really is worth every penny and and some so do do yourself a favor uh if if you're not a blueprint member already um i suggest that you at least get on uh with david so he can better explain what the blueprint does uh and i know david is probably segueing into how people can find uh more of me if you want to reach out to me Instagram, Facebook, all of the stuff, DJ Woo Pig or john at crown Send me an email so you can get a, a pure unbiased opinion uh, on how the blueprint can work for you because I, I really think it can.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you again, John. And for everybody listening, we'll see you on the next podcast.